Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by robots, waffles, and a cat named Don Juan. Don, Don Juan. Juan. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello, fine people. And podcast well, world. There's, there's very fine people here today. <laughs> hello, I'm, fine people I'm, and <laughs> others. I'm also, and I'm also joined by... <laughs> okay, I'm also joined by Adam, winner, winner, chicken dinner, Anderson. I'm very good at video games. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. It's definitely an important skill that matters a lot. All right, let's do some questions. <laughs> if you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Andrew has today's first question, so take it away, Andrew. Yeah, so my question has been weighing on my mind in recent time frame. Anyway, uh, what job would be a bad idea for robots to take over? Um, this is a hard question. It really um, is. I struggled with this question so much because I kept thinking of things, especially in the humanities. Because I'm in the humanities, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. run a robot to do that. But then I realized I would definitely read a, read a book of poetry written by a robot. I would read it so, so hard. Well, like, it doesn't even necessarily say that they would do it. They just take over, right? Like, right. <laughs> like they're just in charge. It's like, this is all um, of the poetry now. Right. Um, well, so so with that line of thinking, I thought, like, if robots went they took over something and they wanted to really like mess things up. Like if it went wrong, because when I think of robots, like a lot of people think of robots and they think about like, Oh, you know, they're going to destroy us. They're, they're going to turn on us. You know, um, my, my thinking when I think of robots or any sort of machine, because I work in, in, uh, technology is it will break. <laughs> and it will break catastrophically and terribly <laughs> and you'll be completely flummoxed about how to fix it. So what's something that would be terrible to break? And I don't want them to take over um the uh global positioning system. Like don't they uh, the, the mapping ready? system, what's it called? What's it called? GPS? The, um It's not GPS. There's like a there's like a mapping it's some G something. Anyhow, it's basically like some sort of consortium i can't remember what they're called off the top of my head that's that's like in charge of mapping everything and and it's what you know the data that they collect is what gps's go off of does that make sense like they're so, the map people they just know where everything is right and if robots are in charge of that and they screwed it up we would be so hosed no gps's would work no google maps would work Aircraft directions fall out of the sky. Yes, like everything is dependent. Like I know tractors use GPS now. Yeah. Like we couldn't even get wheat. Like these (laughs) giant combines use track use GPS to go in the straightest lines. Yeah. Actually, I don't actually know if that's why they do it. Why do they do so they can drive themselves? Oh yeah, so that you don't have to pay attention. So there's the robots in charge of geography. Um broke then the robots in charge of harvesting our wheat would also break and that would be bad. right and the and the farmer has has gotten so used to 
sitting there in the combine, the air conditioned combine on their phone, um, hanging out on peach. <laughs> I don't know what they do. What farmers do? Uh, I mean, of all what's the social that web, dating website, just farmers or whatever. Yeah, just they're farmers. on justfarmers.com. Farmersonly.com. No, but you. Farmers I think you pitched the right social. Picked the right social media. I think a, de- a farmer would definitely be on Peach. It just makes right. sense. Yeah, they love the shouts and the emojis and whatnot. Um, or that it's called well, anyhow. Peach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, you didn't do it. that on purpose. I, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, yes, I did. So geography, no geography robots. It could go very. It could. It could turn south. Hmm? Hey, hey. hey. It, could, it could definitely go east. Hmm. Not, oh, as no. <laughs> not, not as good. Not as great. I hey, I tried really hard oh that's so sweet that, that also <laughs> almost makes it worse <laughs> so adam uh what's your bad robot takeover so plan my thing? answer it's not really that creative because we really i mean when you think about it we already have a trilogy of documentaries showcasing how poorly it would go for humanity if robots took over energy production Uh-huh. It's um cuz like if robots were in charge of energy they have no morals they have no moral compass. So they'd just be like we need energy what should we do? Should we get it from the sun? Oh, what about this human body over here that's basically just a giant battery? That It'd isn't bad. But the human body doesn't produce that much energy compared well, to the Yeah, matrix, that seems like the a matrix flawed lied plan. to me. That's probably very yeah, it accurate. Did. It did. <laughs> I could have told you that one. It's well, a crappy kung fu movie. Well, don't you remember the storyline that the the humans blocked out the sun because the robots were using it for solar power? So they had to use the next option. That wasn't that great. Right. They were plan B for body and yeah. battery. <laughs> plan B for body. Well, you know what? Also, if robots were in charge of energy production and they did use our bodies, then we would get a series of really crappy movies about it. But we already did. The fr- oh crap! They already won. The robots already won, or the Wachowskis won. Um, I thought it was Tchaikovsky. No, no, Tchaikovsky is the Russian robot who writes symphonies. No, I think you're thinking of Kafka. No, <laughs> Kafka. Kafka is a, a brown hot drink. Oh no, 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 no! That's Chekhov. <laughs> anyway, so check off check off is a game that you play with little discs of plastic and a and a checkerboard. I can just hear people exiting their <laughs> podcasting apps as you guys continue. Join Delete. in, Andrew. It's fun. It's a fun, fun game. Uh, so that really is your answer. Your answer is just the Matrix. That's well, that's what you I, came up with. You know what? When I mm. when I wrote it down, I thought it would be funnier. <laughs> because <laughs> i just don't think robots would do that like i think robots aren't that dumb okay well it's it was like i said earlier it was hard for me to come up with an answer to this question because if a robot wrote a book of poetry i would read it and if it was better than human poetry i'd be like well it's your job now you're biased in favor of robots i i'm biased in favor of good literature does that make me a bad person 
I don't still know how you believe that that would be the outcome. That, I don't know science. <laughs> that you would want to read something a robot read. Have you like wrote? Have, have you have you like read horse ebooks? Like it's yeah, cool it in amazing. 140 characters, but not in paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what if robots got good at it? Well, that's like, what if you could what if anything? This this question what? is a what if. <laughs> this whole I thing feel like is a I'm what if. I'm honoring the premise of the question by answering these what if questions. <laughs> these what if conundrums. Fine. So there are Plan B for body. There is a book of Chinese poems written by a robot. I would read that if it was in English. Okay, it's called the that sunlight sounds... that lost the glass window. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Don't read it because I am a hundred percent certain this is a horror movie. Beginning like you, you read this book, and that's how they get you. The robot just Some... one day goes. What is well? Obviously, love? some sort of Korean water ghost inhabited the machine, <laughs> the the computer that wrote this and used it as a means to to haunt this book, and then to come into the lives of all the readers of it. Obviously, speaking of ghosts, what if robots took over hauntings? You can't have two that, answers. Is that my new? Can that be my new answer? <laughs> It'd be terrible want- if robots took over being ghosts. You're confusing all the new listeners while you continue to make new answers. <laughs> first, first, it would be bad because they're not translucent. Yeah. Like, but they'd be super that's... efficient at it. They'd be very good at it. And if there's one thing I don't want, <laughs> like, it's a ghost vert, that's good at its vert, job. Word, Hello, human. I am ghost. <laughs> Hello, human. I am ghost. I do not tire, vert, for I am vert. a machine ghost. She. Ding, 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 shink. Be afraid. <laughs> Are you afraid, I am come from the other side. <laughs> it's just the worst idea ever. So there, there is machine life after machine death. I just found this website. You guys can check it out. It's called botpoet.com. And it will just give you phrases of poems, and you have to choose whether it was written by a robot or a person. This Wow. That's, this, this actually... This legitimately frightens me. I don't think we need to check on that later. I think we need to check on oh, that. We need to like check on that. now. Like, okay. what are? I'll give you what an are example. Some of the examples. Yeah, here's Let's the first one. Yes, yeah. read. Just read. Read. Read us an example. We won't go to the website. Read us an example. And we'll okay. Try to pick. This is uh, called my beautiful enthusiasm. You are my beautiful enthusiasm. My f- my fellow feeling sighs for your sympathetic tenderness. My tender devotion impatiently pines for your yearning. My burning infatuation loves your abandon. Yeah, adore, adoration. Oh man, this word I don't know. My lovely charm seductively. Adoration. Yes, adoration. That's the word. My lovely charm seductively cares for your, your lovable eagerness. That makes sense. I hate it, but it makes sense. So I'm gonna go with robot because the last time a human wrote a poem that made sense was like in 1900. <laughs> I so. I also am gonna go with a robot because it was just trying too hard to make sense. <laughs> that was correct. That still was, very that, bad. That was that was written by a robot. Yes. Here's the interesting part: okay. only sixty percent of people that took this thought it was the robot. Like, wow. Yeah. Like I could see well, it being a really bad poetry on Tumblr or something, but 
<laughs> give, give, give me Even another one. That. We'll do one more and then, and then okay, we'll Okay, this, this is the last one. This is called a stanza and okay. meditation. She may count three little daisies very well by multiplying to either six, nine, or fourteen. Or she can be well mentioned as twelve, which they may like, which they can like soon. I swear I read that correctly. Okay, or more than ever, which they wish as a button. Just as much as they arrange, which they wish, or they can attire where they need as which say. Can they call a hat or a hat a day? Be merry because it is so. Okay, that's E.E. Cummings. Yeah, following my (laughs) logic from the last one, that's a human, because it made no sense. That was. (laughs) It was written by Gertrude Stein. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, Gertrude Stein. That was also, here's the thing, 60% of people thought that was a bot (laughs) that wrote that. Dang, I'm we're really pretty upset good. We how be... well my algorithm works for assessing out what another robot or human <laughs> we, sh- we should be AI researchers, guys. <laughs> if anyone wants to hire us for AI research, we're on. We're on it. <laughs> we got it. We should. So, be, we should okay. be the final step on the Turing test. <laughs> three guys, <laughs> step step whatever. Three guys, three questions. How many steps are there in the Turing test? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. if there. I don't even know if there are steps. There's like three, right? Like, uh, let's take the Turing test right now. Um, oh no, there's like, wait, where is it? I want to take a Turing test, but like, what if I don't pass? Is this like Blade Runner? <laughs> oh, now I'm reading Wikipedia. Okay, we'll have to do this. Okay, later. yeah, if you're reading um, Wikipedia, so- <laughs> we've gone too far off subject. Let's go to the next answer. <laughs> what's Andrew? What's your what's your answer to your? Oh, question? Okay, so, so I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think the one thing that robots should not take over completely is being parents, and mm. not because I don't think they'd be bad parents. I just think that they have, like, I think robots don't have the heart to continue raising a terrible child. Because <laughs> I think just be a pile of dead, disused children. I mean, I mean, somewhere. a robot is like constantly calculating the diminishing returns of a person as they're raising them. You're like, I should just kill this person to start over, <laughs> new, new one, do better the second time. And Can you imagine I, being like a seven year old and your robot parent comes into the room. Your performance is suboptimal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And so I just think that there might be a little bit of forgiveness that needs to be accompanied with being a parent. I don't know. What do you guys also, think? Also, imagine if you had robot parents. Yeah. You would be the worst parent ever. Like, you would have so <laughs> much anxiety and confusion built around, like, what you're supposed to do with all these emotions and feelings. And it ruin you. Because so much about, like parenting or anything like that is like there's like a little bit of instinct right like that's why we haven't died off yet oh yeah it's like there's instincts <laughs> about what you should how you should think and what you should do and have you seen those videos on youtube of dad reflexes or a dad like no. narrow, narrowly saves a child like um, wow this sounds like a great genre i want to look into <laughs> let me see if i can find and I'll dad reflexes well, is no, the name right of now. my scott yeah. band actually <laughs> Does Dad Bot open for you? <laughs> Dad Bot is our hit single. All right, here's my question What's your awful waffle? Now, let me explain this. Yes, please do. 
There's something that people call the awful waffle, which is not what I'm talking about. Okay. So it's not that. So I shouldn't be what going to Urban is, Dictionary right now? <laughs> you're not going to find it on Urban Dictionary. What it is is when I was a youth, people people would hold what was called the awful waffle where they'd have like a huge 4th of July party in the morning. And they would basically everyone, it was like a potluck where everyone brought a topping and there would be like hundreds of people at this thing. Like I'm in maybe 300 people. Okay. At all bringing toppings and Who brought waffles, the waffles were, waffles were provided. Oh, and so all you had is you would get in this long line and you'd get your waffle or your cut, your couple of waffles. And then you'd go down this like eight folding tables long of just random toppings and you would craft <laughs> your own bespoke waffle and it was glorious every year i looked forward to this so much so basically it's your preferred waffle topping combo Ooh. okay so is my answer to this question supposed to be what i bring as a topping to this awful waffle event no no it's what it's okay, what you good. would grab from the table to put okay. on your waffle uh, oh yeah. uh, okay my answer still might work. I don't know. What you would hope was there, I guess. Okay, so this is what I would hope would there. I would I would hope that there would be chicken and maple syrup. Fried chicken and maple syrup. <laughs> you bring a just bring a bucket of KFC. Because obviously there's <laughs> no, because obviously KFC there's gonna be syrup. The worst. Okay, well a bucket of some other better fried chicken because you're too good for everything. And every every single that. person on this planet is too good for Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it is. What happened to it? It got like soggy and gross. It's so bad. It's the worst. It's like an when I was alien. A kid, it was great. It's like an alien had fr- good fried chicken one time, and then described that to another alien, and then that <laughs> alien decided to try and make fried chicken. I heard it was because they changed the way they have to cook them because the old way killed people. Like it was so dangerous. So, like, it was like a pressure cooker. Like, they, they fried the chicken inside a pressure cooker, which is not advised. <laughs> and, like, they would explode. I and mean, so like, they had to, like, finally not cook them that way anymore. But I mean, I guess, but I've had fried chicken that's just fried in a normal way, like how you normally fry things, and that tastes good. Right, but it's not, they don't have to, they don't have to do as much fried chicken output as KFC does. I think that's why it's so bad at KFC because they cook a whole bunch and it sits there getting all soggy and gross. I'm not going to lie, guys. I totally spaced out for a bit. <laughs> that's why we're talking about that's chicken a good, now. That's a good sign. So you want chicken. So whatever. You can bring your own fried chicken. Syrup yeah, have is going to be there. Have you obby. ever had chicken and waffles? I'm just curious. <laughs> have, have you had chicken? Uh, me and Aaron went to the, the mecca of chicken and waffles many times. Heck yeah. Is Roscoe's. it chicken and waffles? Roscoe's chicken and waffles. I've never been. Yeah. You've never. It's so good. I think. Did you go with us the time that we got, like, served by the owner? Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, my first time. And, like, afterwards, as I'm leaving the restaurant, I look on the wall and I'm like, oh, this is the guy who owns all the Roscoe's. Oh, that's Roscoe. <laughs> he, that's I love, Roscoe. He was our waiter. My favorite one is I went to the one in LA. And uh-huh. they have like Obama with the whole staff on the wall, like a picture of him. And so they have a, yeah. a, an Obama mill you can get. It's a pretty good mill. Ooh. 
Gosh, I, I just want chicken and waffles now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm really hungry. <laughs> okay, Andrew, Andrew, what's your preferred combo? Um, so my preferred combo is actually um, a, a fruit compost or compote. I, I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't. I'm going to be. What are you like? A six-year-old Swiss man? So I'm going to be I'm, I'm really gonna, honest I'm, here. I don't know what a compote is. So, <laughs> so actually, uh, it's like it's like compost without the SD. It's, yeah, it's just so my uh, my wife um, put a recipe on her um her uh, blog or her website for food recipes, and you should check it out. It's at sincerelysavage.com. I'll put a link so you guys can check it out. But it's super good. Is it's, this a plug? What? No, I don't do that. <laughs> Is your whole answer a plug? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, I did really did, did like your the wife look of that buy ad space for yeah. this, or did you just let her do this for free? Do what? <laughs> what? I don't uh, remember her being a sponsor. What? Anyway, I mean, if she wants to sponsor the show, we can put her name in the sponsor notes. But. So let me describe yeah, what's going on deal. before you guys throw stones at me (laughs) (laughs) what is a compote it's it's fruit and then you put liquid in it and then you boil it down into like a syrup or a jam and you put it on waffles call it a jam um because it's a little bit more liquidy than that it's not quite and there's no added sugar really like this is just two teaspoons of honey but yeah and then but you can like if you let it if you let it thaw it wouldn't firm up it'd just be Stick, like, oh, so it's it's like cranberry sauce, but without all the sugar that makes cranberry <laughs> sauce tasty. And not cranberries, in this case. Why couldn't you use cranberries? I guess you could, but then you'd be eating cranberries. <laughs> I'm going to leave a comment on here. Okay. Thanks for the hashtag ad, bye. Oh, no, this is just subscribing. Where do I post a comment? It's at the bottom. Oh, there we go. It's, a, it's above that, so... My name is Farts. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh no, what do I do with the email? Farts at farts.com. More like farts at farts.fart. Farts.net is my website. I, so I'm going to be confused. This looks super yum. And I, I was initially really worried because I thought it said compost. <laughs> Post comment. Okay, I'll see if it's there. Oh Is that no! An it's not going to let your you. WordPress, your WordPress is broke. Oh no! Look at that. That won't. Jet, I get war- warning, warning, warning. Cannot modify. I do not have the rights. Your plugins. Oh. This is embarrassing. Um, for the Mr. Fart person here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for whoever Mr. Fart is, that's horribly. I mean, horribly he was really. I, I understand that he was worried it was compost. Um, yeah, that comp. So that that's your just compote, nothing else. Um, and I usually like some vanilla ice cream on it, or mm. that would be really that would be really good. That's pretty tasty. Um, my answer, my awful waffle is is very particular it takes four waffles okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and and i make this and it's delicious um 
So first waffle, you take the waffle and you set it on your plate. And then you get peanut butter. I like where this is going. slather it in peanut butter. Okay? okay. First, That's first layer. It sounds Second like layer. a good base. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not going to go anywhere. It's got the peanut butter on it. Slap the second one on there. Then you take that one and you get some chocolate syrup and you squeeze it all over. Like Hershey's or? What? I mean, you can go Bosco's, go wild. I don't care. Just chocolate syrup, whatever, whatever you got. Put that on there. That's the second layer, okay? Third layer. More peanut butter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like okay. where this is going. All right. Fourth layer. Flap. More chocolate syrup. Then you cut it into wedges like a pie. Okay. Okay. Now, this is something I feel very strongly about. People get these stacks of waffles, and they don't cut them, and they pour syrup on top. Like a fool, <laughs> and there's no syrup can penetrate to any of the waffles below. You may get some on the outside, but the, come on, the whole point of a waffle is it's got cups in it. It's supposed to hold the syrup. I get around that. You cut it like a pie. Those are now vectors for syrup to just slide on down and soak on into your waffle. <laughs> I really like pour your Alton ma- Brown approach to the construction of this <laughs> waffle monstrosity. You you pour that ma- and then you pour maple syrup on top, and it just kind of starts to melt it all together, and it's like a delicious Canadian Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, it's just the best. It's like mapley and peanut buttery and chocolatey. Mm-hmm. I do have one problem with your creation, though. Yes, sir. And, and it's that it sounds like it would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't dead yet. <laughs> Although I'm close. I, I am of a weaker constitution, Aaron. <laughs> but look, you need you need to fuel up for your rock climbing. I mean, yeah. You need those carbs. Otherwise, you'll just waste away into a skeleton. That's true. I, I, w- I certainly wouldn't want to get any skinnier than I am now. <laughs> Who would want that? That was sarcasm. <laughs> oh, I missed that. You missed sarcasm <laughs> or you missed my self-deprecating humor? No, I like I miss it. Like, oh, I miss that. You missed my joke? You Caring? Didn't yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, that's, that's awful waffles. So... <laughs> I, yeah. I want like to hear sounds, from the listeners what their awful delicious. waffle is. No. Thank you. Thank you. It is delicious. You should try it sometime. Can we just talk about Everybody the greatest lie? Everybody try it and send me a picture. Can we just talk about the greatest lie perpetuated upon the American people, which is syrup that's not maple syrup? Okay. Just like, just like the Mrs. Butterworth's tub of high fructose corn syrup flavored with a suggestion of mapleness. I'm going to come clean here, guys. You better. I, I too, have long said that I, I, whenever people brought up that point, I was like, here, here, capital, capital, agreed. Pip, pip, you know, I, I was like, yes, throw, I'm, I agree with you. 
get rid of that garbage. Honest, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm, no, I'm, I'm afraid get of letters. what you're about to say. I'm going to get letters. I honestly can't tell the difference and don't care. Okay, I can there, see you, you not caring, but I'm amazed <laughs> that you can't tell the difference. Yeah. I One is more watery. Eh? Yes, you know, and it also tastes like maple syrup. Yeah, the, but it, like, the other, other syrup doesn't thing taste tastes like, like maple syrup. The other syrup doesn't even taste like maple syrup. It's like butter flavored or original, which is just like I don't get butter flavored. That's gross. No, but I'm just saying, like it does. It's not syrup flavored. It's like not maple. Whatever it, just it is, doesn't I, taste like it, it. It tastes mapley to me. But you're wrong. Like if I went outside and I just started gnawing on a sugar maple, <laughs> I feel like it would. That's what it would taste like. I mean, just, I don't know. I've never done it. You should go. I guess get we'll some have those, to go sap, tap a maple. Get some of those like maple candies. They're like soft. And you chew on them with your teeth. I've I've had that. I like I. I mean, I feel like I have a good reference point of what maple tastes like. I've had genuine Vermonter. Maple syrup, and it's like, well, that's okay. It tastes fine. I mean, tastes like maple syrup. It tastes, it maybe tastes a little different, but it's not like noticeable to me. And I don't like the, how watery it is. I think. I'm so like, much is your tongue so okay? Have you gone to the doctor and asked him to look at your tongue? Like, is it all there? <laughs> listen, listen. Don't. How are you doubting my my my? That actually could be a thing. My my sister is doing a, a, like a research thing in her class, and I guess some people have different levels of taste buds, and that's why some people like hotter foods because they can't taste it unless it's super hot. Oh, and then you have super tasters. And you have super tasters that have super like refined palates, not refined, but like super sensitive. Yeah, and, but you guys, you guys have eaten things I have made. This is true. You guys have. It didn't taste off. It wasn't like, Gah! oh no, like, no. Obviously, I just, I had no I just food. it's like you're missing. It's like you're living your life not knowing there's an extra room in your house. <laughs> I'm living my life like I don't have to fret about. Well, I can't eat maple syrup because it's not the season. And you're like, living your lumberjack life. is not brought unto me. This you're, you small little you're pot right. of you're maple right. Syrup. I shouldn't. The life is too short to be worrying about maple syrup and. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. So just flabbergasted I just that you can't tell. Maybe I can. Maybe I need to do a blind taste test. Maybe you're living your life. Maybe you just like don't have maple syrup taste buds. They just don't exist. <laughs> I okay, I need to see the science on I, that. I think I can taste them. I just think I don't care. Oh, okay, that like makes I can probably yeah, taste makes, the difference. That makes sense. But to it's. Me. It doesn't, the difference is negligible. It's like 90% of the flavor of, like, I would say 99% of the flavor of of genuine maple syrup is just sugar flavor. Okay, and but so now, we're back, corn now we're back syrup. into you not making sense to me because you're objectively incorrect. Listen, I buy special salt. I subscribe to special <laughs> salt. Okay? I get it. I know things taste different. <laughs> Okay, next question. Um, if you didn't have to work for the rest of your life, starting now, what would you do? Um, two words. Sleep marathon. 
really? <laughs> like, would you set the record for? No, that, that's like impossible. Number of hours slept consecutively without technically being in a coma. Oh, what is the definition of being in a coma, though? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Okay. Well, I just know that if you sleep enough, that you like start having to sleep more a day. So like, because so like, I don't like an average person needs like seven to eight hours, but if you like start sleeping more than that, you suddenly start needing like ten hours and twelve hours, and then I assume that like at some point you just die because you're asleep all the time and you forget to eat. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I agree with this premise. I don't think this is true. I because I, like. At some point, you don't need any more sleep. You just wake up and you're like, okay. And like, to me, that's okay. I'm a rare case. I guess I can't say anything because I've never, ever had a moment where I'm like, okay, that was, I couldn't have slept any longer. I could sleep longer forever, but that's not normal. Most people tell me that's not normal. I don't know. Sometimes, like if I don't have to wake up at a specific time, I'll sleep for as long as I can make myself. And then I'll get out of bed when I'm bored of trying to make myself go back to sleep. Right. See, that's the thing. I never have to make myself. Like, like I, I never have to make myself stay in bed. If there was nothing to consider, no other <laughs> duties or obligations, I would just stay in bed indefinitely. Because it's amazing. Andrew, it sounds like Aaron has you beat on your sleep marathon. I mean... <laughs> That's true, but it like, sounds like he's one in time, first place and you're a distant second. That's Sorry okay. to say it. There's I, no, there's no losers. There's no losers in sleep marathon. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, that's a winner. True. Everyone's, Everyone's a winner so because happy. we all get to sleep. Well, you can say that they're everyone participating is really achieving the dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're literally living their dream. <laughs> I. What's the longest you guys have slept? In one Ooh. solid sleep. Um, one time when I was sick, mm-hmm. and I was just got done on a pl- airplane, and so I hadn't mm-hmm. slept a lot before then, and I slept for like twelve hours. Oh snap! Yeah, I want to say it's it's. I can I can sleep twelve hours pretty easy. I don't have to be sick to do that. I want to say <laughs> eighteen. Maybe. Holy crap. It was really disorienting. I just realized I have a long way to go. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, guys. Hold on to your butts. Oh, dear. I always do. I once slept 20 hours. Were you drunk? Solid. <laughs> <laughs> I I had, for whatever reason, I had was just like completely sleep deprived for like a whole week. And I just crashed hard. And I was like a teenager. And I woke up and I was like, that doesn't seem to be the correct time of day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. Where Where was your mom like or your brother and sister like still. checking on you to see if you were alive? They checked on me. They said they came in and they saw that I was just sleeping. Like I was because when I sleep, you know it. <laughs> there's, there's there's an audible confirmation that I'm not dead. <laughs> so like, oh, he's still going. <laughs> See, this uh, maybe they were gone somewhere. I don't know. This raises a really important question, though, which is, yeah, what is the difference between just 
a sleep marathon and a coma. What's the definition? Like, were you asleep or were you in a coma? How do we know? Um, we well, there's no way to know, really. Oh, I guess okay, if coma... any scientists are listening to this podcast, I'd like them to answer my question. Well, I'm no scientist, but I have access to Wikipedia, and the first line, well, is a coma is a state of unconsciousness in which a person cannot be awakened. So, you, well, there you go. So, like, I guess a coma is like someone can't like shake you or like they can't get you awake, and usually people wake out of comas like by themselves. So they, they have to fail to respond to normal, painful stimuli, light, or sound. So, like, if somebody's in a coma, you could dump some water on them. They won't be like, ugh, why'd you dump some water on me? I will punch you now. Yeah, that's why they make it's great weird that roommates. That's the, <laughs> it's weird that that's the first thing you jump to. <laughs> like, oh, so you could pour water on them. What? It's, it's not like, oh, so Like, you were you thinking can. of a way to take advantage of somebody in a coma. No, I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, look at all these people. I'm not going to go to the hospital like, I can pour water on all these poor fellas. I'm not going to be like that. But just, I feel like the ultimate way that has been demonstrated to me in countless movies and other media productions to wake someone up is to get water on them. Hmm. True. So... I want to talk about, because this reminds me of uh, something that I heard, I think it was like in Ireland or England or somewhere like in the British Isles region of the world, um, that <clears throat> United Kingdom, I don't know, oh, I know I'm going to offend somebody by the way I said that wrong, I'm sorry. I'm really excited for that, because I, I need Irish. new things to see people offended about, but continue. <laughs> sorry, leprechauns. <laughs> I, I eat your butter. I love it. It's delicious. It's Leprechauns very make butter? No, Irish people do. Oh. Delicious. It's delicious. Um, See, I have a refined palate. <laughs> I love Irish butter. <laughs> we got to get um, Irish butter, Tibetan salt. <laughs> so, but no, this, so this guy, this like very obese man walked into a hospital and said... I'm not going to eat until I weigh this much. You can let me die or not. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> and so they just like put him on a hospital bed and gave him in like an IV so he wouldn't get dehydrated. And the dude just slept and chilled out on his comfy hospital bed for like a year. Oh my God. And he gosh. didn't eat anything. For a whole year, his Whoa. body just ate itself. That's really and he, impressive. And he just like lost a like crap ton of weight and maintained it to this day. And I've thought I could do that diet plan. Because <laughs> like I'm so lazy that I could just sit in a bed, watch some TV, go back to sleep, whatever. I don't care. Read some that'd, books. That'd be like the best diet ever. Man, when you woke up, think of all the movies you missed you get to catch up on. Well, no, I'm sure you're awake a lot of the time, and you probably actually watch a lot of movies, because what else are you going to do? Oh, that's true. Play chess? Play some video games. Video read games. books. You could read some cookbooks for some ideas for when you oh, get out of the hospital. Be, that would be torture. <laughs> I'm sure it's like the worst thing anyone could ever experience. For like the first two months, three months maybe, it's like pure hell. 
But then after that, you probably just like, well, this is it now. I don't. I just. I'm fine. My body just will eat itself. What do you think if of, you don't eat try for it. that long, like, will your stomach muscles atrophy? Like, will your gut muscles just like weaken and go away? Like, I will mean, you not look, be able to digest anything? I after don't. That? I don't know, man. I'm not a doctor. I just think I just of, heard this story. Just think of the bed sores, though. You'd have to get. Out. I'm sure you could turn over or something. I yeah, don't but, know. Wait, but when you're that when you're that big, I mean, That's you got a lot of cushion. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want. I'm willing to try it though. If anyone out there is going to do a study or something like that, I'm willing to be your guinea pig. How do you? I'll just lay in bed. How do you look that up on Craigslist? Fat guy laid in bed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So anyhow, my I guess I'll go on to my answer. Like yeah, what's your story. what's your answer? I feel like I already know what it's gonna be, but we could talk about it anyway. <laughs> well, like if I didn't have to work for the rest of my life, I would just like farm. You'd just be I a just full time like, hobbit. Yeah, that's all I would do. I would Get just the hairy like feet and everything. Grow enough food for like me and my neighbors, and I would like. Make preserves and jams and compotes. dehydrate vegetables and compotes, and I would I would collect honey from my my hives, and I would just share that with people. I'd be that guy that just shows up at like you know two o'clock in the afternoon, and everyone's like, "Don't you have a job?" Like what? And I just <laughs> no, randomly show up at people's houses, and I was like, "I do not, for I am a farmer," and I would just here's a pot of honey. <laughs> and here is some bread made from my own sourdough starter. And now back to and my idyllic pastoral life. Yeah, that's that's what I would love. Would you? Where would, would you it. do it? Would you stay in California, or would you go somewhere else? <sighs> well, I mean, that's not really in the question. It didn't specify. Well, I'm just you know, expanding. If I had, I'm just asking. I just some ass- follow up. I just assumed I didn't have like seed money. Get it? Seed money. Uh, <laughs> how long were you keeping that one in your pocket? I didn't know. I seriously, I just thought of it. I'm that good. <laughs> Convenient. Uh, <laughs> I I uh, I I didn't know if I could like buy a farm or something. I could, but I don't really want like a farm. I want like a, a small hobby farm. Like I don't want anything too big. You know what I mean? You, know what I mean? you, you want to be like the neighborhood farmer, but yeah. a little bit more space yeah. than that. I mean, obviously, if I would never have to work, I assume that means that money's no object, right? Like, right. Yeah. so I assume that I would have enough money to pay for the water bill. And if I could pay for the water bill, I could do great things here. That's the only problem with trying to do anything here is water. That's true. But it, you do live in a desert. Yeah, but if I could just use as much water as I care to, I could, you, you'd see, like, if you did, like, an aerial view on, like, you pull up, like, Google Maps and put it on satellite, you'd see, like, tan, 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 <laughs> green jungle, tan, tan, tan. Tan, tan, desert, rocks, rocks, Garden of Eden, rocks, rocks, Like, tan, if, you did, if you, like, drove by my house, it would just be like a, you know, you just hear the usual sound of... <sighs> Like wind you hear in the desert, but then you you pull by my house and it's like (laughs) (laughs) all sorts of sounds. Can we get those sound effects on the soundboard, please? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get one in the clear, Aaron. Do another one. 
what 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 should I do now? And I'm I'm I was just really going out, you know, from my heart there. Now just just make forest noises. Forest noises um like whoo whoo. Is that a no jungle? It's not like an owl? I don't know. I guess that's a gentle forest noises like I don't know. I can't do like bird sounds. That's like what's in a forest. Um, and bears. Bears just sound like. <sighs> I mean, that's not like a good sound effect. <laughs> give me, like give maybe me a, there's. Give me a crow or a raven. Uh, what do they sound like? They're like. <laughs> do they just cough? They're like. Uh, yeah, they're like. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, that sounds like an angry monkey. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it could really be both. You could put both those on a soundboard with a different name. It'd be fine. <laughs> Either way. Either way. What I love is that I know there's people on the other side of the house right now Mm -hmm. visiting, and they're hearing just my end of this. (laughs) And these are people I will have to see in public. Very soon. Just tell them that you record a podcast. No, that's not better. Let them think you're crazy. Adam, what about you? My answer is like, so the premise of this question is I don't have to worry about going to work or making money or anything. I would dedicate the rest of my life to like to reproducing a Gutenberg press. And then once I did that, I would just print books on it. I thought you were talking about Steve Gutenberg for a second. I'm like, you mean the actor from Three and a Half Men? <laughs> or not Three and a Half Men, but a Three Men and a Baby? <laughs> That one I get. <laughs> you know, Johannes so, Gutenberg, father of the printing press, made books a thing. Would you? Would was you, also in the Take Two movie with the Mary Kate Nashley Olson. I don't think that was Johannes Gutenberg. I I wouldn't know that. Um. So you want to reconstruct a Gutenberg press from? Would you? Would you provide the materials? Or are you or are you looking for? Is this like you know how like with hot rods, it's like you're you're like rebuilding a car. You're restoring a car. You're not restoring a Gutenberg. You're building your own. Yeah, okay. like like building my own, carving the big giant screw out of a hunk of wood and everything. Mm. Would you use? Would you would you use modern tools, or would you confine yourself to the tools available? At the time of Steve Gutenberg, I think the first press that I rebuild, or the first press that I build, I'll the, use the modern first tools. One. Oh, okay, I'll yeah. use modern tools to like figure it out, figure out how everything's supposed to go together, and also because mm-hmm. you know I need I need a baseline of skill, and then the second mm-hmm. one I can use hand tools because it'll be way cooler. Gotcha. All right. I think that I think the hardest wow. part, honestly, would be making the making the type and the press and getting all that metal together and stuff. That'd be the hardest part is, is like carving, carving the type into the die or in order to cast the type. That's difficult. Cause I'm not it very sounds artistic. Like you've like already watched videos on this before. Uh, it sounds like you've you done all the this, research, but I have, I have volunteered <laughs> at a historical printing museum and I have, cast type wait, with my own two hands wait wait what i thought <laughs> that was pretty clear i have volunteered did... at a historical printing museum and i've learned how to cast type out of molten when did this printer's lead 
I'm amazed. Like after how many? This is like episode like 130 something. This is the first time hearing about this. <laughs> it was during the summer when we weren't recording episodes. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't have I feel a like job. I really and I was missed bored. out on a lot. Yeah, I didn't have a that, job, and I was bored because we weren't doing this. So I was like, "Oh, hey, here's this historical printing museum. I'm gonna go volunteer there just so I can play with." <laughs> but how long did you, you do this are for? an interesting lad? I only did like a month. I mean, it was still interesting, but I didn't wow. really feel like giving any tours. I just wanted to play with the printing press. You just wanted to meet all the printing press groupies. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up on all the hot babes. I, I've printed a page from the Bible on a on a Gutenberg press. Wow, that's cool. So were they offering for you? But just, I want I want to wow. build my own and have my own set of movable type, and then I'd be able to reproduce classic works of literature on an actual like, on an actual printing press, old fashioned printing press, and then I would bind the books with fine leather, and give them away because I wouldn't have to be earning money. So I'd be like, hey, here's this cool, awesome book that I made for you. Here's huh. 500 more because it's a printing press, and here's that's a, how they do. Here's the thing, though. After How long do you think it would take before people were like, man, I just got another book from Adam again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's sweet and all, but I still have, like, 10 copies of different it, books it, that I've just... And it weighs, like, a ton, and it smells like wet old socks. And I can't get rid of it. He's going to know. They're on the shelf. <laughs> You just come over to someone's house. Oh, I got you a book. Oh, thanks. I appreciate oh. That. <laughs> They're just pretending to read the book as you as you as you walk in. It's like upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Every Christmas, I just give my family books. Like, hey, here you go. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> a book. Thanks. A book. How'd you know? How'd you know I wanted um, a book made with my own two I- hands? I had my mind blown when I was like at a uh, printing place that had a printing press and they were talking about the whole, all these words that came from print, like typesetting. Oh, there's so many. Yeah. Like they, they just like spouted off a list of like 400 idioms that like, <laughs> like mind your P's and Q's came from there. Yeah. Cause a P and a Q is the same upside or backwards and forwards. Right. Like if you flip and- a. Around it's a mm-hmm. and then like uppercase and lowercase letters, that's just a printing press thing because you put the capital letters in the uppercase and the and the non capital letters in the lowercase. Yeah, that's yeah. how letters work. Yeah. No, no, I mean, but in there's actual cases actual where you case. keep the type. Oh, yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> I just there's like a whole bunch of them. That's just intense. I don't remember. Well, that silence is brought to you by Adam's (laughs) answer. Sorry, I was was uh... fantasizing about printing books. (laughs) How often do you think about it, Adam? Uh, Ever since I came up with this question, every day for at least an hour. Uh, I think that's that's about it. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember, your ratings, they fuel us. 
So please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes of the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much, much more. We actually, like, released a whole episode just recently on Patreon. A whole secret Patreon Like, a whole episode's a secret episode. Um, And I thought it was pretty cool. It's about the internet. So, it's a bunch of internet stuff. Um, We'd also love to hear from you, so where can people get a hold of all y'all? Twitter, A underscore Sav. (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry, did we interrupt your nap? <laughs> no, I was just... I was thinking if there's other places to, to reach me, and that was it. Uh, I'm not very reachable, I just realized. You could you could give him your phone number or something. You can actually reach him at uh, sincerelysavage.com slash fruit-compote. <laughs> once, once the WordPress plugin is fixed. <laughs> I'm sorry I broke your website. Yeah, I knew it was going to be you. <laughs> I think this is the second time I did it. <laughs> and I, I think th- the first time was also because I commented. <laughs> Sorry. You're just inserting some malicious code in the comments, aren't you? Code injection. Andrew, where, or Adam, where can people go to you? I can be found on Twitter at ThatAdamKid. And soon I'll be writing 280 character screens instead of my usual 140. Um, I can be found at Aaron L. M. Goodwin on uh, Twitter.com, Aaron L. M. Goodwin on Facebook, um, and uh, just Google Aaron L. M. Goodwin. It'll find, it'll find me like all over the place. Um, other than that, I want you to remember that uh, it's almost impossible for 60% of the U.S. population to tell the difference between a robot and a poet. Um, I... I I also want you to remember that I'm not a lumberjack, so I really can't tell the difference between maple syrup and corn syrup. I uh, also want you to remember to mind your P's and Q's, and I want you to remember to question everything. Everything.